on episode 462 of Nintendo Switchcraft 2D Rumors. This ridiculous tweet and GameCube GameCube Joy-Cons. I think I'll stick with GameCube. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is DragonCon, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Welcome back to Switchcraft, your source for all the Nintendo news that you need. Recorded live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure you join us over on Twitch. We have a lot of fun. There's a bunch of people here. Um, now, real quick before we get started, uh, this this episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Ralph M. Get Switchcraft and all of my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. All right, before we get started, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, then you're probably wondering, Bill, you moved your camera. Why did you move your camera? I liked it the way that it was. Okay, I I gotcha, I understand. I I liked it the way that it was too. The thing that I didn't like, however, was that, and if you're listening to this, you're just gonna have to close your eyes and imagine. Imagine. All right, that one was for you, Vaxer. Uh, So you're going to have to close your eyes and imagine. In order to have my camera somewhat at eye level, I had to have my center uh, monitor lowered way, way down, which meant that sometimes when I was looking at things on the bottom of my screen, I had to, I I was like looking down all the time. And I noticed this and I didn't, I didn't like it. And so I lifted my monitor up and then I was looking almost up at the sky to look at the camera. So I moved one of my monitors on my right that I don't use as much down and I moved the camera over there and now I can have my center monitor up at a more ergonomic position, uh, which I think is better for me in the long run. Now, this particular shot, I don't like as much. I don't think it looks as good as the shot that I had before, but at the end of the day, it's better for me. So uh, I decided to go with the change. And if you've been listening to all of this and you're like, I only listen to the show, Bill, I don't know what you're talking about, then what the hell are you doing? Go check out Switchcraft on YouTube, youtube.com slash runjumpstomp, all right? Um, so anyway, now that we've got that out of the way, uh, because otherwise there's going to be comments in the section in the comment section on YouTube asking, why did you change things? I change things because I change things all the time. I don't like to leave things the same for very long. I change things all the time. All right, let's let's talk. Let's talk about Nintendo. Let's talk about some rumors. Ooh, rumors. I like rumors. Do you guys like rumors? Rumors get us a lot of stuff that we get to talk about. A lot of exciting stuff. So this one comes to us from comicbook.com. And I loaded it up. And, oh, okay. There's just a big black spot in the middle where I guess they have video, but my ad blocker is blocking the video, which makes me very, very happy. Uh, But comicbook.com is reporting uh, on some tweets from Sabi. Now, if you don't know who Sabi is, Sabi is a Twitter user who sometimes has some some inside info about Nintendo, uh, so much so that if I remember correctly, Wabi Sabi was their original Twitter account, and then they got that taken away, if I remember correctly. 
because they had leaked some stuff to Nintendo and people were, uh, or Nintendo sued them about that. So, you know, usually lawsuits don't happen unless they're leaking real information. So this person has a tendency to be, to, to get things right. Does that mean that they're always a hundred percent right? No, they're not always a hundred percent right. Uh, but looking at, uh, at this tweet here, it says the 2d Metroid. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to start at the top. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, having looked into it for a bit, I find it reliable enough to come to complete back the mentions of paper Mario and Metroid, not prime Ford for 2020. I'll tweet out the details I back based on the talks I had. Paper Mario going, whoops, I did not mean to click on that. Paper Mario going back to how it was in 2020. So let's start, let's let's talk about that uh, at the beginning here. Uh, Paper Mario going back to how it was. Now, if you have not played a Paper Mario game, they have changed over time. And I, I think most people would say not for the better. Most of the people would say that Paper Mario, the older Paper Mario games, were superior to the newer Paper Mario games. And I would I would agree with that sentiment. I think that the older games were better. In fact, uh, Nintendo has been trying to do better than Paper Mario in the Thousand Year Door for years, and they've just not been able to, to, to nail it down. Um, so this idea that Paper Mario would be going back to the way it used to be, that's very, very exciting to me. I think it's very exciting to a lot of people. And here's the reason. I would, well, first off, what would you rather have? Actually, I'm going to ask all of you out there, what would you rather have? Would you rather have Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door brought directly to the Switch as like a, um, a you know, um, a virtual console style kind of thing or a port or, an, you know, uh, remastered or what do they call it? Deluxe. You know, would you prefer to have that kind of stuff or would you prefer to have a brand new game? Now, for me, I would prefer to have a brand new Paper Mario game. Uh, I think that that would be really, really exciting. And uh, uh, hopefully it's a it's a brand new Paper Mario game that is a lot more like the Thousand Year Door than it is like Sticker Star and all those other ones that came afterwards. So th- there's a lot of people who are going to be very, very excited about that particular rumor. All right, the the next one is is pretty exciting, I think. Uh, although there's going to be people who are like uh, they only care about Metroid Prime, uh, but the next one from the same Twitter account it says the 2D Metroid game does in fact seem to be related to Fusion. Also, sounds as though it's set for this year. So. For for those of you who don't know, Metroid Fusion was a GBA game. Uh, a lot of people have said that it's very, very good. In fact, on one of the episodes of 143 Pixels, which is uh, a podcast that I have where I talk to uh, a different person each week, and we talk about you know the games that they really, really a game that they really love. And I recently had had somebody on the show. It's going to be in part of season two. I think if it's not in season one, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's season two. It's going to be part of season two where we talk about Metroid fusion. So make sure that you subscribe to 143 pixels so you can find out more about that. But, um, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. Metroid fusion. So it's this GBA game, uh, really, really bright colors, 
a very, very different Metroid game from the original one and the sequel. Uh, it had cutscenes and stuff like that. And it was it was very interesting. And, you know, hearing my the guest talk about that, I was like, oh, man, that sounds great. I may have to actually check that one out because I didn't I didn't try that one. I didn't have uh, Metroid Fusion on the GBA. That being said, what does this mean that it's related to Metroid Fusion? Well, I think that what it might mean is that Metroid Fusion might be getting one of those remakes, kind of like we got Metroid 2 Samus Returns remade on the 3DS. Um, I think that we're going to get Metroid Fusion remade on the Switch now. And I think that that's pretty cool. I think that's, that that is exciting. Now, I'm going to throw a big curveball here and talk about something that I don't think anybody else is saying. What if, are you listening? All right, what if it's paper metroid fusion huh what if they change the art style of a metroid game to have it made out of paper and we're still playing metroid fusion i think that that would be really cool i know that there's going to be people out there who say no don't do that because if you do that then it's going to kind of ruin the vibe of the game but i personally think that that art style would be really really cool uh johnny link in chat says uh, fusion remake would be sweet it could use to it could use the quality of life improvements a remake of a thousand year door doesn't make sense to me uh so i i, I get what you're saying a remake of a thousand year door doesn't make sense to you but what if they're just porting it to the switch johnny uh, uh what do you think about that anyway let me know what you guys think if you're watching this on youtube let me know in the comment section down below and if you're listening to the podcast, then, uh, you know, let, let get a hold of me on Twitter and let me know what you think there. It, is Paper uh, Metroid Fusion in our future? And uh, if so, uh, is Bill crazy for coming up with such an idea? By the way, just because I said it would be cool doesn't mean I think it would happen. I would still prefer to have it. Uh, I, I, I would love to have it, but I don't think it will happen. I'm just thinking that would be cool. All right. Let's move on to our second story for today. And our second story for today is this ridiculous tweet. Oh, my God. This this thing is just downright dumb. Okay? Uh, so let's take a look at, uh, first off, this uh, this review uh, from, tr- uh, from Trusted Reviews. Uh, it says there, there's a quote, right? And let me find the quote in the actual review, all right? And and if you have been paying attention to Nintendo news, then you're going to know exactly what's coming up. Uh, but uh, here is Alienware uh, has this concept UFO, which is this uh, handheld gaming device that they're talking about, um, where basically it is a uh, like a Windows PC uh, and uh, you hold it like a tablet, like a Nintendo Switch, and the uh, the, the sides come off like the Joy-Cons do. And first off, I have to say the overall design looks very uncomfortable to hold, but, you know, I thought that the Joy-Cons would be uncomfortable to hold before I actually had them in my hands, so, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's beside the point. But it says here, uh, the Nintendo Switch is cool, but the price and limited number of games on it isn't, which is why we fell in love with the Alienware concept UFO the moment we saw this CES. 
the UFO's concept of gaming PC with a switch form factor. Specifically, it's a gaming PC with attachable Joy-Con-like controllers that attach to the main tablet section. All right. So, sure, that's interesting. It, it got um, uh, uh, best in show for trusted reviews of CES 2020. And then Alienware grabbed that quote and then they tweeted it out uh, exactly the, the the same thing. But when I... <laughs> Let's let's think about this for just a second, all right? How much does the Nintendo Switch cost? That's a good question, Bill. How about you answer it for us? Great. Uh, it costs $300 unless you get the Switch Lite, which I've got one right here. This is my wife's Switch Lite, all right? This costs $200. Now, a Windows PC or a PC that can fit in the in in this tablet is not going to cost $200 or less. It's not going to cost $300 or less. I would guess that this PC would probably cost, I don't know, like $1,000. I mean, it's got like a 1080p screen. Um, It's got these removable Joy-Cons, which are expensive. And then you've got to fit a, a decent graphics card I mean, yes, it's all like proprietary stuff that they've shrunken down the the graphics card in order to make it uh, work for video games and stuff like that. But, you know, that takes there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on that you that you bring it down to put it in that tablet. I don't see them selling that thing for less than you can get a Nintendo Switch. So the, the quote that they chose, the Nintendo Switch is cool, but the price and the limited number of games on it isn't. Well, the price part, I think, is just ridiculous. Now, let's look at the the limited number of games. Is there a limited number of games on the Switch? I don't know. There's like, what, 2,200 games on the Switch? To me, that doesn't seem like a limited number. When you compare that to the, the PC, which has been around for, I mean, forever, pretty much, that means that a lot of those, I mean, there, there's going to be, I don't know, probably 100,000 games on on the PC. And we're, you know, we're not just talking about uh, Steam. We're talking about all these other places where you might be able to, um, to, to get a game. You know, you've got the Epic Game Store. You've got Steam. You've got good old games. You've got, you know, all of these different places where you can get games. Plus, you know, you could get uh, some old games and uh, download them from the internet and install them. You know what I mean? So, the limited number of games, sure. Compared to the PC, the Switch has a limited number of games. But I feel like that's completely out of context. Because, like, having 2,200 games on your Switch is not a ridiculously small number. That's not a limited number of games, in my opinion. Uh, technically, it's way less than on the PC, but still, how many of those games on the PC are actually worth playing? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that most of the games that are on the PC are not worth playing. Hell, a lot of the games that are on the Switch are not worth playing either. Uh, a lot of them are just uh, shovelware trash because Nintendo said, open the floodgates, let everybody make a game. Uh, it's fine. 
And that's the way Steam has been for years. Let everybody make a game. Anybody who wants to make a game can make a game. Johnny Lincoln chat, again, is saying quality over quantity. And that's right here. That's what we're talking about. When you're looking at a Nintendo Switch or a Nintendo Switch Lite, sure, there are some stinkers on there. But I think the number of stinkers on um, consoles is much a lower percentage than it is on PC because PC is like the Wild West and anybody can install anything they want whenever they want. Anyway, let me know what you guys think about, as I like to call it, this ridiculous tweet. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from a sponsor. When we come back, we've got more Switchcraft. Stick around. Something's gone wrong in the happy-go-lucky world of Nintendo. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, we are back, and uh, what am I looking at here? Well, I'm looking at uh, a quote from a Switch porting dev. Uh, this is from, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, this is um, Engine Software Vice President of Development, uh, Rudd Van De... I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, but anyway, they are they are in charge of porting games to the Nintendo Switch, And they said that, look, Nintendo's uniqueness is what's going to keep it relevant when the Xbox Series X and the PS5 come out next holiday season. And that's what makes Nintendo just work. Nintendo does not um, compete directly with the other platforms. And I do agree with that idea that they don't directly compete with the other platforms. However, I do want to say that when the Xbox Series X and the PS5, when they come out next year, particularly the PS5, and I'll get to that in a a moment, when they come out next year, or I'm sorry, this year, uh, this holiday season, uh, when those those are unveiled and when we can start buying them and playing them, there are going to be games that are made with those systems in mind. And being able to port those games to the Nintendo Switch is going to be a very difficult task. Now, I say that with full understanding that I don't know anything about porting a game. This guy, uh, Rudd Van de Muzjik, I think is how you say his name, uh, he knows how to port games to different systems. That's his damn job. So, you know what? I would listen to him before you listen to me. Let's get to exactly what he said. Uh, He says that the Switch exists in its own dimension of the market and will continue to do well because of the uniqueness. In my opinion, the Nintendo Switch, like the Wii before, 
exists in its own dimension of the market and will continue to do well even when the PS5 and Xbox Series X are released. As so many times before, Nintendo consoles have just their own uniqueness that doesn't depend on having the fastest processor or the largest memory. That's why I always have to smile when I hear someone say Nintendo is done. Now, don't get me wrong. I would never say that Nintendo is done when the Switch is doing so incredibly well right now. Like, they sold 50 million consoles in a a little over two and a half, well, almost three years. 50 million. That's a lot. That's a lot of consoles. The Switch is flying off shelves, and it also had a great holiday uh, recently. So, you know, the Switch is not slowing down anytime soon. However, what I do have to say is that does mean that it, I, I believe that there are going to be games that just won't be portable. And when I, when I say portable, I mean port-able, not portable like you could take it with you. Um, these games won't be portable to the Nintendo Switch because the Switch is so much less powerful than the Xbox Series X and the PS5. That being said, there's enough Nintendo Switch consoles out in the wild, 50 million, and more on the way. Uh, There's enough of them out in the wild that it's too big of a market for developers and publishers to ignore. So we're going to keep getting uh, games on the Nintendo Switch. Now, maybe... Maybe there are ways to make games for the new systems that will take advantage of the power of the new systems and still be able to run on the Nintendo Switch if you do it from the start. Like if if you you are making these games for these new systems, perhaps there is a way for the developers to say, all right, let's make all of these assets and these are the Nintendo Switch assets and let's make all these assets and these are the next gen assets uh and and never the never the two shall cross it's when you're taking a game and bringing it from a more powerful system and porting it down to like it was already made on that other system and then porting it to a less powerful system you run into a lot of problems perhaps if you're making them concurrently that gets a lot easier i don't know because again i am not a developer I am a nerd who talks about video games on the internet, uh, so keep that in mind. Anyway, I want to know what you guys think. Do you do you agree with uh, the the developer whose name I cannot pronounce? And if so, let me know in the comments section down below, uh, or get a hold of me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp. All right, GameCube Joy Cons. GameCube Joy Cons. That's a thing, really. Yeah, that's a thing. This there's really not much for me to say about this, but GameCube Joy-Cons are a thing and this guy made a ridiculous thing. He 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 made it himself. He just kept waiting. Oops, I hit the wrong button. He just kept waiting for Nintendo to do this and they 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 didn't do it. And he said, "Well, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to make some GameCube Joy-Cons. What do they look like?" Well, they look awesome. That's what they look like. They look like an actual GameCube controller that has been sliced in half and uh, um, put put onto the sides of a Nintendo Switch. I'm going to try and find that again. Uh, there we go. Uh, they just look fantastic. And he like this is first off. Don't buy, don't bother this guy with hey, will you make one for me? Because he 
th- this 14 minute video, which was utterly fascinating. Like watch this video. It's really good. But this, this, this 15 minute, 14 minute video, he goes through the whole process of how he did it. And he, he did not cut corner, <laughs> funny cut corners. There's a lot of cutting of corners, but not in the way that, that I meant. Uh, he didn't cut any corners when it came to making this uh, a reality. And it just screams to me, man, Nintendo, just make these things so that this guy doesn't have to do it because he did a great job. Uh, he went through and 3D printed stuff over and over and over, uh, changing things, uh, iterating over and over, drove for hours to go find somebody to teach him how to do the the paint to get the 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 um the paint coated uh on there the the exact right shade of purple uh it it is a really cool story and at the end of the day uh he has essentially uh gamecube controllers on the side of his switch and they work and uh he also like he modded them so that they have all of the buttons that a uh that a a nintendo switch joy con would have the switch sees them as joy cons they are just shaped like a gamecube instead and uh you've got to watch this video it's really awesome and i will leave a link in the show notes so that you can find it because it's incredibly cool and uh, i think he did a great job all right listen that's it for the show today if you want to become a part of the community or um, join us over at runjumpstomp.com discord uh you can you can easily do that by heading on over to that website and join over a thousand other people uh, who have awesome conversations about video games there. You can watch the show live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp and you can yell at me about my new camera angle. You can get a hold of me uh, by emailing me or through uh, Twitter. Twitter's really the best way, at runjumpstomp. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft so I can search for it. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring back the Saturday shows. Saturday shows will contain no news and will only be feedback from you guys. So uh, you can also use the hashtag AskRJS, A-S-K-R-J-S. In fact, maybe I'll use that instead of Nintendo Switchcraft because nobody uses the Nintendo Switchcraft hashtag probably because it's too long. So we're going to get rid of that. It's just going to be AskRJS from now on. All right. Hashtag AskRJS on Twitter. Leave leave me messages throughout the week, and on Saturday, I will do a new show just answering your questions or responding to your thoughts. This show, by the way, is part of, let me hit the right button, the Giant Size Team-Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. If you are looking for ways to support the show, go on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. I had a bunch of people buy t-shirts recently, so thank you very much for that. And if you want to check out my other shows, which would it would just be the best thing for you to do, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox remixed by Noteblock. I'm out of here. I hope you have a great day. Bye-bye, everybody.